Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, Ricky, Richard, Chad, Chadwick. Oh, Ricky, you're not going to be happy. Tim. Yeah. Did you get the email link to activate your fantasy football team? Yeah, I did. It looks like uh, you sent it out about almost a week ago, right? Yeah. 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 Can you go to that link and click on the email? I want to see how long that takes. Let me know okay. when you're about to go and I'll time you. Sure, yeah. Let me pull up uh, Outlook. One sec. Okay. Search ESPN Fantasy Football. Yep. Okay. I'm just going to even start. Okay, go ahead. Tell me how long it takes you to activate it. it says, join this league. Mm-hmm. You've been invited to my 2021 league. Clicking mm-hmm. join this league on the ESPN page again. Okay. Entering my password. Okay. I'm in. All right. 21 seconds. <laughs> hey, look at that. 2021. 20, 21 seconds. Wow. How about that? Uh, Ricky. Huh? Huh? Yeah. Speaking of which, did you know that odds were created on who would be the last person to register for our fantasy football league? <laughs> no, they weren't. And you, oh, <laughs> yeah, I were. had you at minus 2,500. <laughs> <laughs> and the field at plus 220. And right now, Ricky, you're leading the way. Now you would argue, I would argue that it would take longer than 21 seconds. Should one have to create a username and password? That we need an ESPN password. That being said, one would counterpoint that you said we should do ESPN because that's where you (laughs) played before. Exactly. He did. Bam, man. There's an Adam. Oh, it's a one on one. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Pack to the Future. I'm your host, Ricky, a.k.a. Mr. eBay. And I'm joined by my co-host and partner in crime, Dr. Chad. Someone call for a doctor. How you doing, Doc? I'm good, buddy. We're joined, as always. He's wearing maroon today, ladies. Dr. Tim! Here we go, baby. Prepare to be more of a plum. <laughs> you would. Get out of here. <laughs> On today's show. <laughs> Fanatics. 
has upended the hobby. <laughs> Chad, finish Ricky my intro. Dead. Killed Ricky, you're ready. <laughs> Fanatics has entered. The guys talk about what the latest hobby ventures are for themselves. We go over national treasures basketball in one of its mm-hmm. final years, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A little tease, but Ricky is also back from the dead. Yes, Woo. that was your fault, Tim. You was idiot. it? Plum. <laughs> <laughs> Before we uh, jump into all of the latest hobby news, though, um, Chadwick, Timmy, we haven't uh, seen each other for a little bit longer than usual. We recorded early last week. Mm-hmm. What have you all been up to in the hobby, Chad? Well, I've been trying to figure out what to do in the hobby. So, guys, I wrote down some notes. Tim came up with this lovely segment, which I think is well-timed, being that perhaps we are at a crossroads with what we are doing. Mm-hmm. So, I've got a few things. Yeah. No better segue, so let's jump into it. <laughs> guys, my funds are out. I have no funds. I spent them all on Jerry Judy. All You're of them. tapped? Seriously? Yeah. I'm tapped for the moment. Wow. Okay. There's a couple of issues. Okay. Number one... The large part of money that I put into paying for my PSA cards return, Tim. Uh-huh. Didn't you say you prepaid, for, though? Yeah, well, that's where my money is. And the problem uh, is that I have so many cards in step 11, which means uh-huh. that they should be being sent back to me. Uh-huh. However, the problem with this is that the person who's sending them back to me is dying of COVID. True story. Uh-huh. True, well, true maybe not story. dying, but has COVID, and at least that's what he is proclaiming on social media is the reason that he can't send me back the cards. By the yeah. way, so all the cards that I'm trying to send or to receive so I can sell and then rebuy stuff right. are currently held up in BFE, Florida. <laughs> are you worried about getting his cards if he has COVID sending them to you? No, 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 no. Yeah. One of my friends is, though, not because of the COVID thing, but he's in your boat, Chad. Like, he's, he's, you're taking it much better than he is. Like, he's, he's furious. He's on the verge of like charging back, which obviously he's not going to, but that's his level of furor because he's in the same boat. Like, he's, he's got all sorts of hobby money tied up in it and not even just hobby money, but like life expenses, right? Cause you kind of bank on that. Once you get that notification, you're like, Oh, okay. Two more weeks, three more weeks tops. I'll have those in hand. I can sell them. And these were 20 card plus submissions, which may not be big in the grand scheme of things, but for me, it's That's a lot big. of money. And it's towards a thousand dollars just in subs. And the problem furthermore is this person put out a social media post today stating that, these cards that he has are likely not even to be shipped out back to their recipients, me, until the end of August, a couple weeks from now. Oof. Which is hard. Yeah. Not it's even hard. next week. You know, it's like end of August, which, you know, probably will add like two or three more days to that. You know. Right. So that's been a little tricky. So that's the first part of it. But guys, the second part I think we can talk about a little bit, and we didn't really go over this pre-show, but here's my thought of what to do next in the hobby. Okay. SGC. Oh, you mentioned this. So I like the excitement (laughs) of potentially making money in the hobby. (laughs) Opening boxes of cards is not feasible to do on a consistent basis with the amount of money that I have set aside for cards. I really enjoyed flipping cards on PSA. It's been really fun. See, 30 seconds ago when I was just complaining about it. (laughs) (laughs) 
Tim, you kind of perked me up to this when you said, hey, SGC, some of their cards are going from 60 to 90% of PSA values. Yeah, Currently, you can attention. submit cards for $30 a card, 25 to 30 business day turnaround. Cards look all right. What do you think? Do I start buying some hot singles? Meh. Ricky. I don't take Ricky's opinion into account <laughs> on this one. Ricky, I appreciate Wait. your insight and your response. Yeah. <laughs> I threw the ball uh, to you and you say my word. <laughs> I, I guess if you're doing it to flip, as long as SGC holds value on the flip side, um, then that's fine. I would not want to be caught dead with one of those slabs in my home. I think Why? I just think they're ugly as hell. They are. <laughs> <laughs> now, the black and white, though, I'll argue, it can go with any color scheme of a card. It's true. Yeah. Um, and to an outsider, the red and white wouldn't necessarily go to a card. No, with the exception doesn't. of those Santas. How are we looking, Ricky? Santa update? Uh, no Santa's bought yet. Um, probably close to 50 on my watch list. <laughs> And 58 messages sent as well. Yeah, yeah, probably 45. Uh, I think it's the size of the slab and the border. I don't size. like that. Yeah, like the label is yeah. real small. Um, yeah. It doesn't go the entire uh, top uh, vertical or horizontal border. For the space of the card, oh. it doesn't match. It doesn't line up. Right. Yeah, that would definitely drive you nuts. But as far as the look goes, people call it a tux, you know. Your cards coming back in a tux, black and white. Yeah, there's yeah, the some big fans out there. Color scheme's mm. not bad. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That's a thought of what my next venture might be. Are they, you guys don't sound too thrilled they, about it, though? Are they well respected in the hobby? I just can't get a feel for it. Ricky, they've yeah. been around a long time. They they have Most some reasons. of. Yeah, go ahead, Tim. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, Ricky, so the Honus Wagner, um, you know, kind of a big card that sold this week. Yeah. It was SGC. Oh, okay. All right. I guess I've been put in my place. Well, bam. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. that. That's been my thought. I'm toying around with different goals, different directions, and I don't know where to go. So that's where I'm leaning for, have for they, the day. Have they started your clock on the PSA membership? No. Nope. So it's still there. But we don't even know what pricing is going to be when they do fully open back up. And I'm just not hopeful that even with this shutdown that's going on, how many months now? Five? Five plus? For some reason, I have March in my mind. Maybe it was April. May, somewhere in there. I don't know. Three to five months. The fact that, you know, we're still waiting on some orders. The fact that you can't grade for under $200. Mm -hmm. I don't know. My gut tells me it's just not going to be great. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. It's all, all suspicion. Anyway, that's uh, those are my thoughts, and that's what I'm up to. And that led us exactly nowhere with no solution, which you guys know I'm a huge fan of, so I'm sorry to everyone out there. But it did lead <laughs> us to a great segue in that sure. uh, I would have been notified recently that our COVID dealer of PSA is ready to send me my 21-card submission back. Nice. Uh, I took a couple Wait, notes on this. Uh, You're this, getting them back? Uh-huh. This is my last one. I have all my PSA back now. Oh, isn't that <laughs> just convenient? <laughs> now, 
in this uh, sub, it was a uh, my biggest sub to date. Um, so it's all perspective, Chad, because this sub was 21 cards. Okay. Um, I had a lot of thick stock cards <laughs> submitted. <laughs> I, I my had, man. I had a lot of wrestling <laughs> cards submitted. Hey, hey. Big thick wrestlers got it. And I submitted an acetate card. <laughs> <laughs> I expect that out of Tim. I do not expect this out of you. <laughs> uh, do we want to take any guesses on uh, how I did? Tens, nine, oh, yeah, your grades, huh? Yeah, lowest grade, maybe. We can do it that way. Well, acetate oh. has me concerned immediately. Yeah, as, as it should. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we want to know what your lowest graded card is? Do you guys want to make a no, guess on guess. it? Yeah, I, I kind of do. Okay, go ahead. Seven for me. You don't always store them great immediately out of the pack, and they're acetate. But more, more because of the acetate, Ricky. And I'll also give you this hint in case you want to change your number. A lot of these were PC, so you know <laughs> that I want them graded just for the PC as well. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, you don't want a, a six. Um, no, I'm gonna no, say I would take you, a six if it's a really important card to me. You would? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm gonna guess you got a five somewhere. There was probably a pinhole in one of your cards. <laughs> you can lie again. <laughs> Well, Tim, uh-huh. you can get f***ed. <laughs> yes. No! I had, 12, I had 12 tens and nine nines. Nine Whoa. was my lowest. Huh. That's how it's done, Tim. Okay. Wow. Congratulations, Ricky. Um, of note. Wait a second. No, 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 no. What are so acetate what, what, cards in yeah. wrestling, though? Uh, no, no. This The acetate, Sorry. I didn't do a good job explaining. I had a lot of thick stock cards, a lot of wrestling cards, pause. Separate. And I also yeah. had an acetate card. The acetate was a Miguel uh, Cabrera. Yeah, and okay. it was a nine. It, they got a nine. Uh, that's not bad. I never believed yeah, that's good. on an acetate card. Like somebody paid somebody off to get a 10 on an acetate card. Yeah, uh, but congrats <laughs> on a nine. <laughs> I love That's what I was waiting for. <laughs> congrats on your nine, man. Now, I do have to admit, I... Uh, pulled a little bit of a Tim. Um, I was not eager to pay for this sub. Um, I mm. Now, let me make clear, Tim. It was never in doubt that I would pay. Oh, it was never in doubt either. It was it's never just... in doubt. I never no. went on Facebook and asked for a poll uh, <laughs> whether I should pay or not. No, I was always going to pay, but it did take me, I think, 48 hours. So I felt bad about that. Um, and Tim... What? I am going to be at your front door with, uh, let me get the right number here, 458 of my closest friends. And you're going to explain to all of us why we have PSA 10 Kendrick Nunn no-name cards. (laughs) At least you got a 10. All of mine came back nines. None of my wrestling came back a 10. I'm a little bitter at that. There's no market. Give me my 10. Really? Yeah, give give the fanboy his ten. Come on, my million dollar man came back at ten. Did it really? Yeah, it did. Damn it, your arch nemesis. I think I'm over eight or something. Hmm. Um, so that was part of what's happening with me lately. The other uh, story I had was we recently had a family get together in honor of my grandmother who passed away um, about a, uh, at the start of the year. Um, okay. And 
And it wasn't a memorial or anything, but she just wanted us all to stay close. So it was just kind of a, a fun get together uh, in her spirit, in her honor, if you would. Uh, Celebration of life. Yeah. And this is a card story? It is. Because Man. my Uncle Wayne, I come to find, has an insane collection of cards, evidently. And he brought to said picnic party. Um, because of you? Uh, because of me. Um, okay. Oh, no, he's not into cards because of me. He was into cards well before oh, no. me. But he brought them because brought of me. Brought them for me, yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, a binder of 71 Tops basketball. Uh, this is the Jerry Salone. It has kind of a funky 70s vibe. Uh, really cool design colors. Um, g- Google it while I'm talking, telling you a little bit about it. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. This binder, it wasn't the whole set, but it was, it was as though... You, what you would find at my home when I'm collecting Allen and Ginter. So it was probably three-fourths of the set and some triples. Uh, you had Lou Alcindor, a.k.a. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Oh, West I recognize this. Unsell. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. Pete Maravich, Wilt Chamberlain, Oscar Robertson. Yeah, you know, some good players. Some uh, One fun one, Bob Lanier and Bill Hewitt the, for the Pistons both wore <laughs> Tigers jerseys in their photos. <laughs> ah, like that. That's cool. That make any sense. So he showed me all these, um, was telling me that in southern Utah where he lives, he has a, a ton more and wants me to come down. So we're going to try and set something up. Maybe if you guys want to come along, you're welcome. Um, I'll get a better feel for how good this collection is. But I do have to say, I also brought some of my cards. Or rather, oh. my cousin Joey did from when he co-hosted our show a couple months ago. Oh, yeah. Hey, Joey. If you'll recall, I sent him a little sample pack to see what cards were about nowadays. And he was bringing it back to me, and uh, and so I was able to show my Uncle Wayne. I thought I was going to blow his mind. <laughs> I pull out all my uh, graded cards. And maybe it's a trash collection, because as you guys pointed out, and you're dead on, Joey could not care less about those cards <laughs> when we did that show, and yep. neither could my Uncle Wayne. <laughs> Really? He did not care at all. I said, well, what about this, uh, Uncle Wayne? Uh, How about this uh, PSA card that you can now get these cards graded? And he turns to me, and I can't tell if he's serious or not. And he says, (laughs) I have almost every Mickey Mantle card, PSA 9 or 10. Really? Just like that, damn that. Yeah. And just walked off. Just walked off. <laughs> that's, that's an old man mic drop right there. It was. There. <laughs> I, I was like, oh, I'm going to blow his mind. I'm going to teach him everything. No. No. <laughs> somewhere, somewhere, our close and personal best friend, Andrew Bernstein, just shed a tear. <laughs> About his ripped up Mickey Mantle. Yeah, exactly. his ripped up mantle. <laughs> but hold on. I'd, I'd like to call for a reset. Yeah. You're telling me at Graham Graham's. Mm-hmm. Memorial, mm-hmm. you get into a pissing match with old Uncle Jimmy <laughs> about who owns the coolest cards. With uh, my the oldest of the sibling group. <laughs> yes, I got into a fight with him uh, over whose card collection was better, and he walked away. <laughs> just, just the way Grandma would have wanted. <laughs> <laughs> Had to make sure we were clear there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Jimmy, <laughs> that's an awesome story. Thank you. Yeah, no, that's cool, Ricky. Well, at least you guys have family members you can talk about cards for. (laughs) What about your brother? (laughs) Oh, the guy on YouTube? (laughs) Nope, that came from Ricky, for those of you just listening on this. That was not me. Uh, Thanks, Pac-Man. All right. 
Well, for me, I posted about one right before we went live on the show. <laughs> um, so you can go read about that. I'll, I'll gloss over that one. Uh, it was a Frank Thomas. Um, I'm doing my little uh, key card, Frank Thomas Chase, and I picked up my 10th one today. So I was pretty happy. Or picked it That's cool. two weeks ago, and it finally came because uh, probe steam takes forever to ship. But here's one that's a little bit more amusing for you guys and is a questionable decision, as are many of my hobby decisions. Uh, Mrs. Doc did a little uh, smudge and cleanse and curse breaking, maybe. Hmm? And I haven't pushed it. I haven't pushed it. But every now and then, I get a little bit bored, and I scroll through these groups, and I decide to enter a res. So I, I took a spot in this one. This had me a little intrigued. One was for... Uh, Holland soccer guy Erling Holland. he's on pace to score more goals than Ronaldo and a couple other prominent names um, at least at this stage in his career Meh, so he's looks got pace. a pretty hot foot non-auto, <laughs> non-patch the speckle refractor and it's worth about $2,500 and it was an, up against another card which you see uh, Jordan Hey, can we take odds on how long he's going to keep this one? If you're taking odds <laughs> well, on me on fantasy gone. football. That's, that's not the it's interesting gone. part. So 2013 all-time greats, Jordan, Tar Heels, Uni. Oh, is that your card? No. Well, let me finish the story, patience, Ricky. Patience, patience. <laughs> My God, patience. Well, this is a, a Jordan auto, as you can see. Uh, it's a Tar Heels jersey, though, and it's numbered out of 45, though, 14 out of 45. Mm-hmm. And you know what I don't own in my collection right now, right? Huh. It's a Jordan Auto. Hmm. And to fast forward a little bit, I won this Raz, so that's why I'm bringing this up. Duh. <laughs> the Raz was, so you got to choose. You didn't get both. You got to choose one or the other. Oh, Tim. And I... logic would dictate that because I don't have a Jordan Auto that I would have taken the Jordan, right? Oh, my God. Tim did the most Tim thing ever. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tim, you Come are on, a gambler, Ricky. my man. You are the gambler. I, I didn't even say what card I picked yet. We all know. <laughs> we all know. I took the Howland because oh. there's upside still. <laughs> Who do they call the gambler? Is that Kenny Rogers? <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> it's Tim. But is that really so terrible? I mean, there, there's a card with upside still that's equal value to a Jordan Auto that obviously won't depreciate because Jordan stuff doesn't go down. But I just couldn't bring myself to really, like, get attached to a black and white picture of Jordan in a non-Bulls uni, <laughs> despite it being an auto. You are the worst person on earth. <laughs> Tim, who does Erling Holland play for? Uh, Scroll through computer, furiously typing on keyboard. <laughs> oh my God, Tim, are you it, serious? How Dortmund? many of his games have you watched? Uh, <laughs> Come on. You are a gambler. You are a true gambler. And that's how you get the, the good stuff. That's also why I'm a horrible collector, guys. That's 100% why I'm a terrible collector. Well, if that, that's okay. And that's okay. You don't you don't have to be anything but who you are. But yeah, you're a gambler. But if we're gonna if we're gonna all over Tim, then uh, let me just point out that that Frank Thomas card you got doesn't uh-huh. have a top border. 
<laughs> Doesn't it? No, it does. But on it, top border. The, the green, it's got green the, over the it. The green over it is totally throwing off its feng shui. Mm-hmm. Looks like a PSA 10 border to 10. That's yeah, not the point of the card. That's the, the Frank Thomas that's got like the gold vinyl refractor tech that Don Russ finally rolled out and perfected in 1992. <laughs> How can he get so technical with a Frank uh-huh. Thomas card? But when it comes to a Michael Jordan, not only his favorite player of all time, but the greatest, and he's acknowledged the price will only go up, yet he says, nah, I'll take the sparkles. The sparkles of the guy I don't even know where he plays or for whom. But some guy in Europe evidently is going to give me 25. Oh, that's good. Oh, Timmy, yeah. I love you. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's perfect. That that was a good that was a good Tim move right there. Oh, you guys would get a kick. We out all of appreciate that. that. <laughs> oh, Timmy, Timmy, Timmy. All right. Well, when we come back, is that it, Timmy? Was there more? No, that's good move. Okay. I'd love to hear more, Timmy, if you want. <laughs> there will always be more, Ricky. <laughs> okay. When we come back, we're gonna jump into some National Treasures basketball. We'll be right back after this. Tim here at Pack to the Future podcast. Hey, Jacob, what's up? Heard you're a big fan of the show. Who's Jacob? Shut up, Ricky. I'm on the phone. Yeah. Hey, we'd love to come on your podcast. Sports card second, right? How about you draw up an agreement? We'll send it over right away. Just got to make sure Chad's okay with it. Tim, what are you doing? Just pass me Chad's auto pen. All right, everyone, welcome back to the show. You can check us out on our Instagram at Pack to the Future Podcast. Guys, uh, National Treasure has hit. We've all watched um, breaks, looked it up. Uh, what uh, What are your thoughts on the new product this year? I would say it hit and ran, Ricky. People are hurting. It's awful. The product is awful. And if you are buying it, you are part of the problem. If it weren't for breakers who make their living off of selling these breaks, who I feel bad for saying this, you should not buy these boxes. Nope. They are just absurd. And we'll get into that a little bit. Yeah, it's it's painful to watch them, actually. Um, I just feel bad when I watch them. I feel bad for the people who entered. I'm sitting there and thinking, what if I had bought like the, the Hornets for like $3,700 and gotten nothing for it? Well, like even like the Knicks, you know, I thought about the Knicks because I'm pretty big on Emmanuel Quickly and Obi Toppin. I think they're sleepers for next year. Not so much sleepers, but there's a lot of potential in them. $650. Couldn't bring myself to do that either. I mean, you have two good rookies to chase and hit. Still no good. So what if, let's, let's sidestep there. Let's travel down that road. Uh-huh. One of the main reasons I keep Facebook is for Disney News and to see who's entering breaks. Okay. You want me to keep going? <laughs> <laughs> or you want to confess now, bud? <laughs> okay, I'll keep going. So I did see over this past week, next to the New York Knicks, Junkie Tim. Yeah, screw that guy. <laughs> Tim, you did buy into this. <laughs> you didn't consider it. Well, maybe you did. And then you did, did. you paid for it. 
I considered it till like pretty much the last minute possible. The Knicks were like the last semi-decent team to stay on the board. A lot of times when I watch a break, the last semi-good team to get taken hits a monster. Um, not this time. So, so you did buy into the break. Yeah, I'll have to admit I, yeah. I, I, I made $650 just, on fire. I thought when just when you see like that once-in-a-lifetime Michael Jordan auto that you're not going to take, do you enter the breaks now? Uh-huh. I've, was, been uh, brought, I've been brought on to this show in part as a creator, but also to fact-check you. <laughs> Make sure that you're, you're telling us the truth of your break in career. Hey, while we're at uh, it, I just remembered I got a text from Tim telling me I was going to get a good Christmas present. Is that break related? <laughs> you got a New York Nick, baby. No, it's actually not. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's I've got a real uh, funny text message about your Christmas present, I think. <laughs> Too bad you got to wait a couple of months. <laughs> yeah, that's never hitting the airways, by the way. Nope. Okay, so getting back to National Treasures. So I'll take the first dive at this, going a little bit deeper at the case breaks that I saw. Okay. Here are my notes of what you can expect to hit unless you hit an RPA. Mm. A single color relic. You are guaranteed one per $4,000 box. Mm. A little napkin patch. Circular, one inch. Game worn, huh. though, from what I've seen. Fantastic. For some. Not all. Not all. Not all. Some. Definitely not. Keyword some. Yep. You can expect to see a printing plate. Nope. We talked about this. Mm-hmm. They're not even autographed. Nope. Okay. Maybe not even from National Treasures, too, Ricky. Yeah, that's right. It's It could be any printing plate Panini produces. So uh-huh. dumb. You guys, Panini should lose their license. Sure. Uh, uh, you can expect to see maybe a two or three colored two by two patch. And I've heard yeah. people talk that even some of the patches aren't even associated with the same color, color of jersey that the player that the pictured player even plays for. Mm, that's the worst. <laughs> oh, that really is the worst. I've actually looked at I have a couple of those on my watch list for Chad as well. For I saw a who was it? It was a black and white and red jersey. Derek Rose. That's the one I'm thinking about too. Was it Derek Rose? Derek Rose, and it said this was a Timberwolves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> come a, on. It was a Bulls jersey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! Sticker autographs are you're guaranteed one, and it's probably of a veteran player that maybe once made an All Star game due to injury, or maybe he was the favorite or second favorite player of your obscure favorite team. Then if you're lucky, you hit an RPA. Hmm. And that's it. That's these, what you're getting, 4000 bucks. These are Zion jaw prices, and the rookie class last year and this year just are not the same. No. Not even close. Not even close. That was my other moment of weakness was uh, trying to take the Bulls. I was like, well, you know, if I hit a Patrick Williams RPA, he's got tons of upside, and I think the Bulls are going to be good next year. But uh, instead of getting an RPA, didn't even get a horizontal patch auto. I didn't even get an auto. I got one of those little two-by-two, three-color patches, and I was like, well, at least I hit something. But for 250 bucks, I got a, what, $25 card? We need, we need some sort of bell 
as a tally bell for each time Tim admits subtly into buying into a break during the show that <laughs> we can just hit on your soundboard, Ricky. Ding. Yeah. Yeah. Here's what I wrote on my notes. Can yeah. you guys see yeah, the like, part that's underlined here? Yeah, like uh, Panda Express, you know, when you round up your change and donate to, to the local kids' hospital, they do the little bell. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Except I wrote, there's nothing like that, but you know. <laughs> if you want change, barring a new company coming and buying out the license, we need people to stop buying this. And Tim, this yeah. isn't a shot at you. This is what no. I had written down before. Yeah. Panini can get away with this. Mm-hmm. They are unchallenged currently. We'll talk about this next segment in the market. When you're unchallenged, they can do whatever they want until people quit buying the product. I don't uh, know. Uh, some of the breakers even tried to stop breaking the product. Um, you know, breaker C-B-L-E-Z. He actually opened one case and he promptly refunded all the other cases that he had already pre-sold. Because he was like, I'm not breaking any more of these. Wow. Mm. That's from a breaker. And with the conscience. Yeah. I mean, the profit margin on those, if you got those off of allocation, I mean, five figures, right? And he said, nope. (sighs) Yeah. Is that his, does he have a breaker company separate from that handle? I don't know that it's a company. I I will admit that I haven't, um, you know, particularly watched any of his breaks. But okay, yeah, he is a breaker. I'm just saying, give yeah. we'll, we'll give a little promo to that guy for for doing some good in the hobby. In in my yeah. jaded opinion, so yeah, go check no. him out. C Blaz with a Z on Instagram. Yep, yeah, Z is and, in Chaz. Yep, exactly. Single Separate Z, from oh, Z is for Chaz, B is for Beckett. Oh, we got something here. <laughs> we got something. <laughs> but uh, one of the other guys that I've interviewed about his uh, Zion RPA out of five from National Treasures when he had a moment of weakness and broke a box for himself um, and actually hit a six-figure card. But um, this year, he broke a couple cases. Well, not cases, but like two box breaks. And he just started feeling sick, like sick to his stomach after breaking them. He's like, I'm going to just give away $100 to some random person at his break because this was garbage. I wonder if, yeah, we'll get into it in the next segment, but uh, Panini sure does not seem to care about the relationship they have with the collector. No. Nope. We've been saying this for months. Bad things happen. It's a little little karma police. One other thing we got to talk about, Mm -hmm. at least one, uh, our guy. The big time RPA though that could save your break. Yeah, Lamelo Bridges Ball. Guy, right? mm-hmm. mm. The autograph, Tim. You let yeah. us onto this. Can you yeah. explain it? I'm not even sure that I can explain it, but I mean, Lamelo has not signed any of his autographs in this year's products. Like he just hasn't since the draft picks product. And somebody had said that he signed his National Treasures RPAs ahead of time, so he had signed these. And as people opened these cases, one of his RPAs surfaced. And somebody made the joke on Instagram, so Lamine James said, Panini said that Lamelo is signing his cars, but it looks kind of suspicious. You know, it's clearly like a generated meme, not an actual press release or statement. But uh, side by side with uh, 
It looks like a Goodwin Champions Miles Bridges autograph, side by side with Lamello's. Mm-hmm. And it looks identical. So that Lamello photo is an actual photo of the car. Correct. Not Panini's yes. promo where they sometimes will Photoshop no. it. No, the promo auto that's like Photoshop is like a full name Lamello ball. Looks nothing like this. So what does that auto look like to you guys? Like letters wise, name wise? MB. MB? MB. Miles Bridges. Yeah, that's that's not Lamello ball, right? I want to take this to a handwriting expert, but you don't even need to do that to see that this is so obviously not Lamello ball's autograph. Or he's decided just to steal, um, who is this? I can't yeah, Miles Bridges. Miles Bridges, uh, thank you. Uh, Miles Bridges, Otto. Yeah. I don't know <laughs> what to believe. I've heard both sides of the story as being, like, the truth. Like, supposedly on a podcast he admitted that, like, you know, um, I think it was Miles Bridges that admitted that he signed it. Um, on the flip side of it, People are showing examples of Lamello's live auto on like jerseys that they've had him sign, mm-hmm. and it looks like this auto. And there's a couple theories, right? Uh, he did break his wrist, so how was he signing his autos? <laughs> Maybe he did pawn it off on his his friend here, Mister Bridges. That's one theory. Okay, what do you think about that one, Chad? Break down this signature whenever you're ready for it. Yeah, I think so. One more theory is that he shortened his name from Lamello Ball to just Mellow Ball, and that's why he's signing MB. <sighs> no way! Look at the the picture you showed us of the Lamello Ball. The MB is the National Treasures one of one logo, man. Which I don't know if that you said it's the actual photo. I'll take your word for it. Yeah. Everything about the M is identical to the Gaudi autographs, Miles Bridges. The, the angle yep. at which the M is situated. I mean, it's like, what, a 20 to 30 degree angle from upright? Mm-hmm. The initial line going up before he starts the M is a sharp angle downward, identical to Miles Bridges. The first upward loop of the M is shorter than the second one, identical to Miles Bridges. The B has a very odd long line before the curve of the actual B, which is Uh identical in both. Both don't close the loop on the bottom of the B. They're just, they are identical. Clearly, Miles Bridges did this. Ricky, I tried to find an autograph authenticator to bring on the show tonight. I couldn't find one. Seriously? That would have been so cool. I tried. And I did. I did tweet Miles Bridges asking him. For clarity. Yeah. And we're still waiting a response. You know who you could also bring that to is a bank teller, right? Because they have to identify um, fake autographs, not fake autographs, but like fake signatures. No, I would hire a handwriting expert to analyze my card and the Miles Bridges card. And then I would sue Panini. (laughs) Seriously. I mean, or at least send send the findings in and say, what the hell are you going to do about this? Yeah. This is so ridiculous. You guys, National Treasures, we all know, is supposed to be the premier product. Look at this card. This is the Chase card in National Treasures. Where's that logo from in the logo, man? Yeah, we the don't hat, know. Right? Yeah. Hat. Dick Sporting Goods is the other <laughs> joke. 
No, seriously, I, I think some of these are hats. I don't know where that exact one is from, but I, I thought I heard hat, so I could be wrong there. We know it's yeah. not from a game-worn jersey. Nope. And then the other part of the RPA, the autograph, isn't even his. Right. And somehow the out of 99 RPA is going for 51000 That was the first Get out of here. 51, People in retrospect are going to look back at this and say, this is completely idiotic. This is not a lifetime card to go chase. No. This is so dumb. I'm mad. But I saw shows a cool break where there was a bunch of Nico Mannions as the RPAs. Ricky? Sorry? No, I actually saw a couple of breaks where uh, Nico Mannion was the true RPA and the horizontal RPA as well, the, well, the case that, RPAs. Well, that's good for NBA collectors because he just signed with a team in Italy for two years. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, jeez. Hey, Panini's oh, in Italy, no. right? Yeah. That, that, that kind of works out. Okay. Yeah, hey, there you go. I think it's a one year with a player additional year option. Oh, Nico. So. All right. Yeah. When you, huh. Yeah. He, he was offered uh, good money, though. So... <laughs> Don't well, cry, this segment don't cry is for all, him, Argentina. Yeah, this is a this is a great uplifting segment, everyone. All right, when we come back, it's time to hit the the big news. We'll be back with that and right and more right after this. What is up, guys? If you are a fan of Pack to the Future like me, then you should check out my podcast, Sports Car Second, available on every major platform. It comes out every single Monday. I mean, it's consistent. Keep listening to Mr. EBA, the Doc, and the PSA 6. But make sure you're over listening to Sports Card Second. Peace out and keep collecting. All right, everyone. Welcome back to the show. You can check us out on our Twitter at PTTF Pod. Um, guys, for this uh, segment, it's it hit earlier today, I believe. Um Big news, and it started out just with tops that yeah. Fanatics uh, had signed with the MLB Players Association and the MLB. They're separate entities that each have signed with tops, and their uh, current deal um, expires in 2025, I believe. 26, but yeah, no, 2025. Yeah, you're right. Yep. So, um, and then as the day went on, we went on to learn a little bit more um, that. I believe it's the NBA and their players association, the NFL players association, but not the NFL from what I've seen so far. I'm guessing they're not far behind. Yeah. You have to imagine that's going to go hand in hand. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that that's where it ended. Uh As far as I saw too. All signing with fanatics. Now the one piece of news that I could not find was, what that means for Panini. Uh, it clearly meant the end of the relationship between Tops and baseball. It No one was gone so far as to say Panini's done with the NBA uh, in football. Not yet, but their license is up for renewal too. We haven't heard confirmation that that got re-upped. I don't know. Nothing. Yeah, they still have several more years on that contract. And, yep, I agree. We have no other news. Well, I'm wondering <laughs> if it means that... Uh, the tops will re-enter the basketball game um, with with them not mentioning Panini. It leads me to kind of think that Panini is still in the game along with Fanatics, um, and maybe it's opening up to multiple companies again. Maybe no company would let that happen nowadays. I don't know, but um, maybe this is an opening for Tops Finest. 
licensed or unlicensed. I mean, they don't really have much else on the docket <laughs> at this point. Oh, I mean, you run down the list of what Tops has left. It's uh, soccer. Oh, and Star Wars. <laughs> oh, so Tim Tim's life's unchanged between the sparkle and the the Darth Vader's. I mean, think about that for everyone who's a collector for just about their entire lifespan. Tops has been there in at yeah. least one of the major sports. Seventy yeah. years for baseball, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They just celebrated it with that awesome logo. Yeah, fifty-two um, gone. And yeah, I, I, well, and when we first sat down to start tonight's show, Chad, I asked Chad if he's depressed. I'm a little bit depressed at the idea of no tops in my baseball. And this is coming from a guy who doesn't like baseball. Like he's made it very apparent that it's, it's not his jam when it comes to the hobby. Yeah. Well, and I think baseball, I don't know. I don't know that this is smart for baseball. I feel like baseball followed the other two sports they had to, um, I think they're terrified of what fanatics can do. Fanatics has done wonders with apparel <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and I'm sure they didn't want to be left out in the cold, but at the same time, there's just no demand for baseball. I, I wonder when they lose that with a market that is so tied to history and tradition, I wonder if that will negatively impact baseball sales. Yeah, that's an interesting take. It's definitely a, a point worth raising, right? I mean, first-year fanatics or whatever they end up naming the the conglomerate company that they're going to create to make sports cards. It, will that have the same cachet as first-year tops? I don't know. Probably not. And that leaves vintage baseball then. It's already starting to go up. I have to imagine vintage baseball is going to be even more prized for the historical factor now. Mm-hmm. Like that's the end of tops. Like why wouldn't those cards go up at this point further? First, I'm not buying a fanatic space uh, sports card, so they better rename it. Um, and secondly, are we not concerned that all these card companies are going to be run by a apparel manufacturer? <laughs> Yeah, whose sole purpose is to profit <laughs> off of these licenses mm-hmm. grossly year over year. Well, how are they going to profit off baseball? Ricky, you make a good point. Tops has nostalgic factor. Mm-hmm. They're cheaper than any of the other major two right. sports. Let's leave hockey out of this. Yeah. They have well-established brands that can be really fun and cheap. Mm-hmm or a little more expensive and very high-end with some of the best-cut autographs that baseball has to offer in the history of the game. Right. Yep. So how is a new company going to best that? Uh, like, What would what would be their marketing yeah. to get me to say, as a non-baseball collector, that I'm going to do that? Or even as a baseball collector for you guys to say, oh, yeah, I'm going to continue that. My only thought is if they can somehow open up the marketing to all their sports fans that are not collectors, that that may be the only option that may, they bring in some baseball fans that are not collectors, but you're right, Chad, I don't know what they suck them in with. And fanatics is a company that is basically starting from scratch, building these um, yeah. versus tops. Who's been doing this for 70 years and figured out what works and doesn't. 
I'm hesitant to say the same with Panini because they we just talked about how <laughs> terrible of a job they're doing. But I think that that's for um, marketing reasons. I think it's intentional by Panini right. as well. I think that they're talented in that what they've learned over the years. Why would you want to start over with another company? I don't get that. I mean, they have game used jerseys. They even have stickers where you can match up the game yeah. that the player played in. Tim, they have spikes that you have or had one of Lou Bob. Uh-huh. They have cards that are jerseys, cards that are hats. I mean, what else are you going to do to appeal to someone to do that? It, I don't know. That's why there's people who have those jobs, not me. But um, I'm not seeing the obvious thing that's going to draw me in. I'm wondering if Fanatics will have, though, better relationships with the leagues in that they do have those ongoing um, apparel deals to provide... Don't yeah. they, uh, a lot of the, the merchandise for all those uh, sports teams, um, whereas, you know, Panini tops are, are kind of outsiders just doing the, the card thing. Um, Fanatics has a well-established relationship and maybe that they have, mm. they'll have better access to player autographs. I don't know. Maybe redemptions for like entire game used jerseys or something. Oh, can you imagine <laughs> That would be cool. Yeah. That would get me to buy it. Remember hats, hats, jerseys. Yeah. Remember when COVID first hit, their owner or like their CEO started that big fundraiser uh, with all the celebrities. They go big uh, to raise funds for uh, the relief. So That's it right. could be real interesting. Some of the prizes they could come up with uh, their version of Panini points. Maybe they get a seat from a stadium or. You know, some type of, maybe that's how they do it. I don't know. Fanatics, call us. We'll give you some ideas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that take though, Ricky. I mean, in business, it's all about the relationships. And like you said, these leagues, they're represented well by Fanatics Apparel, Fanatics Memorabilia. I mean, they're doing a good job year over year. Otherwise, these teams would have been pissed at some point, right? Right. I mean, when you think about buying a jersey, buying a new hat, it's Fanatics or Lids, right? I mean, the the first two companies you think of. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, and, and Timmy, I think you might have put this note. I'm not sure. Someone did here. That, and this is what scares me, is what if Fanatics goes all um, online? Yeah. Don't, don't, yeah. don't. <laughs> See, I knew that had to have been a Tim note. Yeah. <laughs> It's a, don't you dare. It's a valid concern. I mean, I've talked about it with our local card shop owner. I've heard it from other people who have heard it from their local card shop owners as far as this being a concern. Because even with Tops, even with Panini already trying to do like Tops Now, Panini Direct, there was already a whiff of that, but that was a small fraction of what they did. They never got it fully greased and going. Right. But Fanatics has the infrastructure already to just hit the ground running and just everything through their website. Why would they need distributors? They don't like they can ship anywhere in the country. They even offer free shipping. If you spend more than $39. So you buy a hobby box, it's coming to your door for free, probably with a hat. I like that. I like hats. (laughs) I'd be up for that. (laughs) You know what? I don't like though, Ricky, look at these slabs. Like you, you are Mr. OCD about appearances. Uh-huh. Would you buy one of those fanatic slabs on a, on a Barry Sanders card? No, not in a million years. They're terrible looking. Um, they they are, look awful. They look like something out of an arcade. They do. Um, <laughs> they, they've got the, they've got a Navy, do, uh, Navy blue square on the left side. 
with the Fanatics logo in red and white. And then on the right, you have all the information crammed into about half of a slab length uh, and a barcode that takes up probably 20% of that. <laughs> I can't even read what the, it says above the barcode. <laughs> so These bad. slabs look f***ing awful. <laughs> they are terrible. Uh, yeah, no, and, and if that... I worry that this is going to happen. I actually had thrown this idea out in the past that why doesn't PSA or Beckett uh, pair with, you know, tops or Panini and release a product with PSA graded cards. Uh, That's the only way you get them for the first time. I worry we're going to see the same with fanatics. If you go on any team store and start looking at merchandise, you'll see some stuff like this and they're always slabbed by fanatics. Yeah. It's never a PSA slab or a Beckett. No beaver Beckett here. <laughs> yes, Tim. Yes, yes. He's going to be for broke soon. <laughs> you know who's going to be What are you broke? guys doing with your muds? Go ahead, Chad. Yeah. Muds? Muds. No, I'm no. answering your question. No. I, I don't own any muds. Do you own any muds, Ricky? You're you're better at stocks than I am. No. No. no I need to own some muds. <laughs> no. Somebody that I know who had muds thinking that tops and uh, going public was going to oh, be the up. hobby of favor. Like he sold it yesterday. Like he didn't know about this news yet, but he, he somehow sold all his shares yesterday. And he was just like ecstatic about the news today. He's like, well, <laughs> do you still own muds? No, I don't. Yep. I, I never <laughs> bought muds. I didn't own muds. Hey I Tim, yeah. it's shifted to Chad right now. All of our focus. Stare into his soul with mm-hmm. me. Stare into it. Uh-huh. Chad, uh, said no. How many uh, shares of <laughs> MUDs did you own or did you buy and when did you buy them? Do I have to answer this? Please. Yeah, you, I you own more than 10. Next purchase. Yeah. More than 10. So I never about, denied it. I just, no one ever asked. They're about $10 each right now, I think, right? $10 a... You're correct. So they hey, were. Uh, oh, so you didn't spend a, that much? Only about hundred bucks. <laughs> and they were gifted to me. Oh, okay. okay. From a family member, so who was trying to be very nice and buy me some tops stock. Uh, it's very thoughtful, actually, when you think about it. <laughs> <laughs> thoughtful, yes. Lucrative, no. <laughs> uh, it's, it's not going to be Disney, that's for sure. No. Have you gotten in on that Disney game yet, Chad? No, 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 I did not. I should have last year. You and I talked about that quite a bit and I was afraid to pull the trigger and I did not. You want to give that a second look. (sighs) Kind of like the MJ auto. I don't think that's going up or down again. Yeah, the stupid genie pass thing that came out with those awful. We won't get into it, but that just looks Uh, awful. Let's charge you as much as we can for you to enjoy your experience. You know who's running that? The head of Panini. That's who's running. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Um, Okay, we have just a minute or two. Uh, Real quick, PWCC got tossed off. It's old news by now. Um, Oh, really old. But, yeah, I mean, it's just this has been a crazy week as far as news in the hobby, right? I mean, yeah. what Uh, a whirlwind. Shill bidding. They got caught shill bidding or eBay claims that they have proof that they were. I don't know. Um, shocker. I feel as I was saying off air, I feel like this is a little bit of an Al Capone situation that <laughs> they get busted for this and not, uh, fake selling fake slabs. 
Yeah, the FBI couldn't pull their crap together to be able to like put up a more. <laughs> they they could they couldn't get a hold of Wax Museum Kyle. <laughs> he could have shown right. him the way. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, that that was bad. But conveniently, they have their own marketplace coming soon. Yeah. Do they really? Yeah. I mean, I guess, yeah. I guess it's all the only yeah. option you have at this point. Yeah. Go to my yeah. slabs, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I like my slabs. Maybe we'll have that guy on soon. Yeah, we should. Ricky, don't stop the show. Okay. During the break, Ricky, I owe you an apology. It's my week to edit. I made a joke that you shouldn't swear. I hate you. You took it personally, and then I flipped the living f*** out at you. And I'm sorry. I love you. Swear all you want, buddy. I love you. Uh, Hey, hey, you know what? You know what I'm going to do for you? I was thinking maybe we should just be friends. (laughs) Hey, just friends. You know what? You're a piece of <laughs> and I think you should. <laughs> We've installed that software. I just don't now. feel the same way. <laughs> I can't say the L word to you yet. <laughs> All right. Well, it's been another fun show for Chad and Tim. I'm Ricky, the fanatic, wishing all of you a wonderful one. Jimmy, you saved me. Yeah, that was some frustration last week. I was impressed by your decoding skills. I think you were on like suicide watch. Jeez, you were like the most depressed I had actually assumed you were through text. I mean, after our our, uh, box war that I completely crushed you on, your saving grace was uh, still getting to hang on to that little CC Sabathia redemption. And uh, what did you go home and do? Well, like any natural human, I scratched it. Yeah. I mean, what did you correct, use right? to scratch it? <laughs> I used a key. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I've done I don't this. Don't scratch off baseball redemptions. <laughs> I wasn't used to freaking. Yeah, you could just scratch a hole in the card. <laughs> we need Napoleon Dynamite in this board saying, freaking idiot. <laughs> Ricky, you remember during Christmas when you gave me that like uh, pretend redemption and I scratched it thinking there was something under it and made it look like completely uh, ratted out? That's what Chad's redemption looked like when he texted it to us. I can't believe like, you got it right. It's like, hey guys, uh, can you? Nope, I can't make out this redemption. And then he screenshotted this list of like 15 tries on the Tops Redemption site. And he was like, I'm done. I quit. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> After uh, me helping him guess for a couple times, and I was ready to quit too, but me being the stubborn person that I am, I oh. actually started Googling uh, Top's Redemption scratched off ones so I could try to match up the remnants of the little letters that I could still see. <laughs> and I got pretty darn close a couple times, and I was like, why isn't this working? Like, the trickiest was the S versus 8 versus B. And that was the swing letter. I finally got it, and I didn't even realize I got it because I was <laughs> sitting there being an idiot entering it 20 times in all different permutations. Even though I suck at math, I knew exactly which sequences to switch around so that I would get all of them. <laughs> and apparently, like, I don't know, it was at least, like, 14 tries down at the bottom. There was actually a green one that said, uh, successful. Oh, my God. <laughs> I appreciate you, but be honest. Have you hacked 
every password Ricky and I own. <laughs> yeah, tell us now, Tim. <laughs> I noticed well, Ricky's our... Uh, is, Ricky's is... Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, well, you were lucky, Chad, that you had some remnants. I can't throw too many stones. I've done it with a paperclip. <laughs> paperclip? <laughs> I'm not going to scratch that with my nail. That stuff never comes off. Oh, and I, no, and I scratched it. No, I did it with an un, untwisted paperclip. Don't do that at home. <laughs> it will oh. it will remove the entire sticker. <laughs> <laughs> and so I had to actually mail it in. Uh, called Tops. They're like, yeah, just mail it in, you big dummy. Uh, and I didn't even make a photocopy or anything to keep. I don't know how I lucked out and the card got to me, but. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.